The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I don't have to show you any stinking vices. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. We started off the show yesterday. We talked about how Glenn had a major interview. Bill O'Reilly's first interview after leaving Fox News, and I didn't want to play the whole thing. I want I want to refer you guys to to Glenn's SoundCloud page, or to the or to the Blaze TV archives, or to um, to Glenn Beck uh, GlennBeck dot com. But I, I do want to play a snippet of that because <laughs> you know uh, I I had I had the opportunity to sit down with Glenn a couple weeks ago, and. Um, and I and I, every single time I have the opportunity to have a conversation with a man, there's just there's a knowing that um, uh, it, it, you guys probably have these kind of individuals in your life where you have this conversation, and somebody just seems to you know to know stuff either in, intuitively or your gut says their gut's good, and I whenever I talk to to Glenn. <laughs> I get that feeling. So here he is talking to O'Reilly, and O'Reilly doesn't want to bash Fox. And I, I don't, can't say I blame him. I, you know, Twenty years made him a star, made him a very rich man. And uh, Bill O'Reilly seems to be placing the blame for his ouster on, on some other forces. But I don't know that Glenn was buying it. I was thinking um, about I was thinking about writing a new book called Killing O'Reilly. Yeah, well, I did. You know, they being not not the company so much, but well, that's your look, when you have organized people <laughs> being paid to demonstrate outside of your headquarters and all of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's intense. That's your opinion. <laughs> that's your opinion. Uh, I, I I have shared my uh, worry, consternation over the management change. Over at Fox with many of you, you guys know where my, because Fox was so revolutionary in this idea that they'd actually actually be fair, actually be balanced, and that led to their supremacy in the cable ratings. And there are forces, I believe, now inside of Fox management that wants to change all that. That is exactly what Democrats, Democrats do. Oh, that works great. Let, how can we change that? <laughs> 
That's what Democrats do. Oh, America, capitalism, prosperity. Oh, we got to change that. So those who are of the Democrat persuasion over at Fox News concern me greatly. And it's not be, it's not necessarily because I'm worried about their ratings or their ability to continue to make money. Although I do believe if they go the route I fear they're going to go, their ability to make that money will be severely diminished. Maybe a happier place to work for fewer people <laughs> or significantly less paid people. But what Fox represented was a, was a return to an era where, where decorum and fairness was actually part of a news presentation. And it isn't anymore. So Bill O'Reilly says, uh, well, you know, I, yeah, they, they, killing O'Reilly. Yeah, well, it wasn't necessarily the company. And <laughs> Glenn says, well, that's your opinion. Because <laughs> I think, I, and again, I don't want to put words in Glenn's mouth, but I think that maybe, maybe he and I suspect, I, no, I remember this because I remember Upon hearing about O'Reilly's ouster and the way that all went down, and I said, man, something doesn't smell right about this. Advertisers don't up and do what they did based on a New York Times piece. They just don't do that. There had to have been some inside purging going on. And I think, I, I, and, and I think that uh, Glenn had said something similar. And uh, I, I thought I was in pretty good company. When I suspected that, I just got to tell you what happened to Bill O'Reilly doesn't happen unless you have folks on the inside pushing for it. And um, it did. It did. And it's probably the worst kept secret in the industry uh, to where it's going. And I don't want to I don't want to besmirch anyone who is on the air or who works there. Even even the Murdoch sons. I have no idea what they're going to do. I fear what they're going to do based on their reputation. And um, their reputation is they are, they are Hillary Clinton left-wing supporters. And if your boss is a Hillary Clinton left-wing supporter, do they have the integrity and the smarts to allow a winning formula to continue despite their personal prejudices, do they have the Tim Russert gene to be able to be a committed Democrat, but also know your job and your job is to be equally tough on both political parties, on, on uh, both sides of the political equation. Do they have that drive? Do they have that conviction? Do they have that moral fortitude? And that's what I don't know. I don't know the Murdoch sons from Adam. I really don't. And I hope for what Fox News represents to the entire universe of journalism as being right now one of the few places in, in news where journalism actually exists. Real journalism, not this biased crap you're, you're fed over at CNN and MSNBS, ABC, NBC, what did I say? ABC, CBS, NBC. Yeah, I got them all. Th I got all three. There you go. Plus, so that's my worry. 
if they go, uh, what do you got left? The blaze? And we are decidedly conservative. I mean, I'll, I'll put a liberal on the program anytime they want to come on. They're just afraid to come on. <laughs> I'm ser- no, I'm serious. I would enjoy having a liberal. But they're in, they are intellectually incapable of keeping up with me or keeping up with Glenn or keeping up with Doc. And so they don't even bother anymore. I invited the ACLU of Texas onto the program. Now, I know for a fact they had been on with a white host in Texas. And there's a reason they go on with a white host. But when they heard that I was a Latino, <laughs> oh no, we can't no, we can't go on with a Latino conservative. No, 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 no. We're, we're, we're not no, no. We're busy, busy, sorry, can't can't free anybody up. That happens all the time. It happens all the time. So at any rate, uh Glad you've made it here for a Friday, everybody. 888-933-93-888-900-3393. Will Fox turn into what CNN is degraded into? This has become uh, known the uh, eye roll heard around the world, which is kind of an absurd uh, name for it because you can't hear a, a motion. But Anderson Cooper was interviewing Kellyanne Conway and revealed his bias and his network's bias. When I was in news, folks, if I had if I had been interviewing a, a, an official from the Obama White House, a female, and I had rolled my eyes with disrespect while she was on the air, I would have been fired. I would have been fired for doing what Anderson Cooper did. This man is an alleged journalist. I would say he's a pretend journalist. Because he revealed his bias, his disgust, his disdain for Kellyanne Conway and for, and for the Trump administration. And that's okay now at CNN. They, they agree that a, and you can't, call him a, you can't call him a journalist, maybe you can call him a reporter, maybe you can call him a host, Anderson Cooper, a host. He's not a journalist, he's not an anchor. He's not a news anchor. What you can call him is, or what's being accepted now at CNN is that this type of overt bias is the rule of the day. Everybody's biased. Everybody hates Trump. And it's okay at CNN. And it's okay at ABC. And it's okay at CBS. And it's okay at the Brian Williams Network. Speaking of the Brian Williams Network, Trish Regan over at Fox Business was taking, taking issue with Joe Scarborough's fiance. And some denigrating marks she she made about Kellyanne Conway. Because it's so wrong, Kellyanne. It is no, so you just, you just wrong if that communication. False. Also, note to CNN. Sorry, I love CNN, but you got to stop putting Kellyanne on the air. It's politics porn. Politics porn. Said of Kellyanne Conway, a White House official. Now, had this had this been a member of the Obama administration who was a female? I mean, you guys can write the script right now, can't you? Um, it, it would have been completely panned and denigrated. But you see, I think that 
uh, Joe Scarborough's fiance. Nailed it. I love CNN. But you know, she's, I love CNN, she says. She's, she works at an allegedly a competing cable ne- network, but they don't compete. They're all united by their ideology, and they wear, they wear their ideology on their sleeves. So MSNBS, the same as CNN, the same as ABC, NBC, CBS, it's, they're, they're all the same. They're all the same. Now, Trish Regan uh, of Fox Business said, wow, politics porn, really? Politics porn? Can you imagine if anyone said that about an attractive woman that worked in President Obama's White House? I mean, do, do we need to refer to Kellyanne Conway in that kind of derogatory way? Unnecessary. Unnecessary, but par for the course. This is what they have resorted to in the basket of biased press. This is the default. Get used to it, folks, and, and, and make sure they pay the price. Make sure you spread the word. If you want good information, and this is all good for me. This is all great for the blaze. This is all, as, as they lose their credibility, as they define themselves as the home of the Democrat Party on television, as they identify themselves as the home of liberal thought and ideology on television, guess what it's going to do to their independent and their conservative viewers and listeners? They drive them right to us. Back in a minute, the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. Conservative Talk Radio with Spice. The Chris Salcedo Show, only on The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Chris Salcedo Show. Welcome back, everybody. I, I do not want to let positive news go by the wayside. If you watch ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, you're not going to get any of this. It's part of the reason why we call ourselves the antidote to the basket of bias. We here on the Chris Salcedo Show, and I would say this is a this is in general the Blaze Radio Network and Blaze TV. We do our best to give you the good, bad, and the ugly. And I will be giving, well, one ugly part of this James Comey firing that, and I already did, I already told you that the way he was fired, I didn't agree with. Thought it was kind of low rent of the Trump administration. The way he had to find out about all of this. But, uh, there was another thing where he was con- allegedly contradicted the, the president and his administration about the popularity of James Comey within the bureau. We'll go, we'll go over that. But I think that there's more balance here on the Chris Salcedo show, which is saying a lot because I'm, I'm an open and dedicated conservative. And you all know that. 
They are open and dead, or they are closed and dedicated liberals in the majority of the press, and they won't admit to you. That's why I've always believed that conservative talk radio is superior because at least we're upfront about our bias w- with the caveat that I, that I, as a conservative talk show host, am hungry for actual, fair, and hard-hitting journalism. And what I'm relegated to is uh, Fox News Department, not the opinion, the news department, those like Catherine Herridge, those like uh, Ed Henry, those like um, William Lajeunesse and Kevin Cork. And I, I, I do not, uh, I, Catherine Herridge in particular, man, what a stellar journalist she is. I can't say enough good things about Cat Herridge. I really can't. And you know what? As much as I disagree with Shep, and sometimes he, he pushes up right up against that line, I know he's as, he's as left-wing as the day is long. He's a fantastic newsman. He really is. So uh, I, I watched a back and forth with he and Chris Wallace during one of the breaks today, and it was bash on Trump Fest. A couple of men from the left, and we know that Chris Wallace and his, his father, men of the left, bashing on Donald Trump and um, not at all focusing on his the, the conduct of his political opposition, which has been abhorrent. It has been abhorrent. So at, at any rate, um, we provide, in my humble opinion, uh, a, a more rounded presentation than, let's say, for example, MSNBS. Uh, than CNN, certainly, from what they've degraded into. For a while there, for a while CNN was impressing me until the election of Trump, and they went full tilt bias. Uh, Let me give you some headlines to make sure that you're aware of them. The U.S. has created 211,000 jobs in April versus 185,000 jobs that were expected. That, and this is something I still have yet to research, I suspect that the unemployment rate dropped down to 4.4% was more because of added jobs and not those dropping out of the workforce, which had been the, the, the impetus behind the dropping unemployment rate during the era of Obama. It was not because jobs were being added. It was because people were dropping out of the workforce and no longer being counted. And and here's some more evidence of that. Jobless claims. Those claiming first-time unemployment, they have dropped to a 28-year low as of today. By the way, a lot of these economic stories are on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. In particular, that one that broke today. Since 1988, we have not seen unemployment claims this low. Some more economic news. Solo Solar World, which was the United States' largest solar panel maker, has gone bankrupt. And the reason why this is important is that you made sure that there was a golden parachute for their left-wing Executives, you see, you and your taxpayer dollars contributed $206 million 
to this failed enterprise because Barack Obama and left-wingers don't know business from a hole in the ground. They don't know business. And what do they care? They just wasted your money, not theirs. The U.S. government has posted a $182 billion surplus in the month of April. Let me boil that down for all you liberals out there. That means that more taxes were brought in than the government spent. When was the last time that happened? Receipts last month totaled $456 billion. That was up from 4% in April 2016 because more people have jobs. While outlays, meaning how much money the government was paying out, stood at $273 billion. That was a decrease of 18%. Gee, what's changed since last April? You mean government spending less? Well, it depends on who's in charge of government. That's right. A businessman is now in charge and asking for some value for the taxpayers' dollars. The basket of biased press was proven to have lied, and we'll give you the proof coming up next on the show. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Show on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> oh, welcome back, everybody. It's the Chris Salcedo Show, and uh, Ellie, Ellie's got a little project going. Uh, Ellie, for those of you who don't know, Ellie is musically inclined. She plays in a band. She has her very own band. She's the lead vocalist too, right? I got, I got that right. You're, you are the lead vocalist, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> What's I am. everybody chuckling about in there? <laughs> are they laughing at you? Uh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she uh, Ellie is coming up with theme songs for all of the uh, the radio programming here on the Blaze Radio Network, and you've had you, you've come up with two, right? My good buddy uh, Mike Slater. Uh, let's let's hear the Slater the Slater Crusader anthem. Let's go. Ready? Go. Oh man. Okay. Mike Slater. Mike Slater. He's a Slater Crusader. <laughs> Mike Slater. Mike Slater. He's a Slater Crusader. <laughs> Sketchy. I like it. I think you'll like it too. Um, okay, who else did you come up with? Uh, Jackie Daly. Jackie Daly. You know, I've never met Jackie. Um, I've I've heard bits and pieces of our programming. Now, what did you come up with her? Um, I just thought of it. It goes Jackie Daly. She's Jackie. <laughs> Jackie Daly show. She's Jackie. <laughs> Very good. I'm Very starting good. my career in jingle writing. Now, see, I, the, what, now what happened just before we came back from the pro, uh, into the program, folks, is I was a little, a little myth that the, the show that Ellie works on Monday through Friday, that I, I mean, I'm not even, I wasn't, I wasn't, you should have come up with a, a theme song for my show first, right? And so I asked Ellie, what, have you even started thinking about something? She said, I'll work on that in the break, she says. <laughs> and I, so I said, uh, well, it's got to be, Liberty-loving Latino, right? It's got to be something like that, correct? I mean, I'm just, I'm asking. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So, well, while while you 
think of that. Um, see, for some reason, my Skype is just like completely freezing up. And um, it, it just takes forever to launch for some reason. I mean, Mary, Mary Ramirez is probably sitting there going, gosh, is he going to call? I mean, he thinks I'm standing her up or some nonsense like that. But it just for some reason, Skype isn't working as it should. Uh, telephone numbers, 888-900-3393, I don't suppose, Mary, you have a, a jingle that you've come up with for the Salcedo Show, do you? No? Yep. <laughs> yeah, hey, Chris, you, it's Mary. Hey, hi, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry, some audio problems on my end. Really? <laughs> uh, see, that's the story of my day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, this is our normal time we visit with Mary Ramirez on the Chris Salcedo Show, Monday through Friday. Uh, she has, uh, on Fridays is when she comes in. And uh, she has been with us since the very beginning, folks. And uh, Mary has a new piece out this week, and I was dying to, to figure out what it was until I wanted to find out if she had thought up of any lyrics to help Ellie out to make up a Chris Salcedo show jingle. Lyrics to help Ellie. You know what? I'll put that on my, uh, on my calendar. That will be next, <laughs> that'll be next week's submission uh, at afuturefree.com. And so uh, anyway, uh, what, what do you got coming up this week? What is your offering? Yeah, so, you know, Chris, there's a ton going on in the news this week, as you know. Like what? Um, I don't know. Seriously? Really? I don't know. I have noticed. Um, This is not news to you. No, but something that's not getting nearly as as much attention as I wish it would, um, and that is the largest measles outbreak in decades, and it's happening here in my home state of Minnesota, largely in my hometown metro area, so that's super fun as I... uh, (laughs) I deal with an infant around. Um, Mm. But anyway, so there's 50 now confirmed cases of measles in in the metro area and then a couple of counties outside of the metro. And uh, 99.9% of those are unvaccinated children. And as this has progressed over the last couple of weeks, we've gone from 8 to 10 to 20 to now 50. I've been having debates with a lot of well-intentioned people, parents, who have been convinced that vaccines are the problem here and not the savior. So, you know, this has really been sort of mulling around in my head as the number of these kids infected keeps going up. You know what the so genesis of this to... was, right? But, sorry, say that again? You know what the genesis of all this was, right? The anti-vaccine movement? Yeah. You, well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know, what the, you know where this all started? Autism. Uh, right. Yeah, well, exactly. It yeah. all started, and there was that false report that was put out there that... Mm-hmm. Uh, thimerosal, which was a uh, an additive to to vaccines, was the culprit behind the rise in autism in the United States, and it's been thoroughly debunked. But it's stuck. Oh, thoroughly, it's stuck. Well, and if you look at the, and I actually included this in the piece. Um, if you look at this guy, his name is Andrew Wakefield. He's a British, a British scientist who did a study along with twelve other associates. Did a study on just twelve children. And this is where his conclusive evidence comes from, is a study of 12 children. And, and if you look at the methods he used, if you look at what he did, I mean, it, he was sloppy. He fibbed about children developing symptoms. Didn't he help? I, I think he, he helped with Obamacare, didn't he? Because he, he fits the description of all those who were. Sounds about right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and by the way. All the people who were qualified to make Obamacare sounds just like this guy. Sloppy, incomplete, uh, idiots. Yeah, go ahead. Exactly. Well, yeah. and the best part, I think, really, that the the best part of this for me is that this dude was getting money from lawyers, planning on suing vaccine makers, and he owned a patent on an alternative to the MMR vaccine, which is the the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. Oh. He owned a patent on a, so you know, yeah. conveniently enough. Oh 
oh, gee, yeah, it causes autism. And then you have Jenny McCarthy, the pseudo celebrity, come out and <laughs> popularize this theory. Former, even por- she was a watch- former porn star too. Uh, exactly. She was I've heard. I've, I've heard. Say, <laughs> that's yeah. why I say pseudo celebrity. <laughs> and her son, unfortunately, has autism. That's yes, terrible. Yeah, that's, that is terrible. But. It, it, it is not attributable to this vaccine. Right. So, and she's also, and you know, to her credit, she has actually gone back and said, look, folks, I was misinformed and she's tried to repair the damage that she did. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and that's just it. I mean, even the, the scientists that, that worked with Wakefield on this study, I think it was 10 or 11 of the 12 formally retracted their participation and their conclusions in this study. And the guy lost his medical license. So it's all it all stems back or, or, or has root in this study. And then you get people who then springboard off of this and say things like, oh, my gosh, well, there's there's toxins in these vaccines. Did you know that there's mercury and aluminum and formaldehyde in these vaccines? And a lot of well-intentioned parents would hear that and go, oh, my gosh, well, of course, I'm not going to inject my child with toxins and poisons. <laughs> but here's the thing. I note this in my piece as well. You have to dig a little deeper and fact that. For example, there's multiple different kinds of mercury. They're not all deadly. There's naturally occurring formaldehyde in our own bodies. In fact, a newborn baby has, I think it's like 10 times as much formaldehyde naturally occurring in his body than a vaccine. I did not and, know that. Yeah, or an aluminum. For an, a, another thing I found, aluminum. Let me find the stat, actually. Okay, exclusively breastfed babies ingest over twice as much aluminum in the first six months of life as the sum of all routinely recommended vaccines combined. Good grief. So, you know, now, now there, is, there is a case out there that says that the schedule of all the vaccines may not sure. be the healthiest, that you can modify the schedule. Because we did this with, with our girls we didn't get, you know, when, when they said, oh, you need to have five of them all at once. It's like, no, we're going we're gonna to spread that out over a couple of months. And we did that. We, we, we made sure they got vaccinated, but right. we, we just didn't get them. We didn't overload their system. And that's fair. Yeah. I mean, because vaccines do, I mean, just like any medication or treatment, everyone's body is different. I talked to a mom who, you know, she had a, a normal vaccine as a child and she had a reaction to it. Yeah. I personally am allergic to several different kinds of medication. So I, you do have to be careful because you are dealing with the human body, you know, so that's fine. But the, the crux of my piece is I want people to think critically about this and to really look into it and not just buy into, oh my gosh, this sounds so scary and it sounds so dangerous. And, and this one doctor said, no. It, it, it's if you dig just a little, go a layer deeper and understand what's going on here. Get then, to you know, know it becomes a little clear. Get to know the, Pasture. Just get to know Pasture, and you'll be able. Hey, do me a favor. Give me the name. <laughs> give me the name of the piece, please. <laughs> sure, Chris. Head over to my blog, futurefree.com and it's dear parents. It's time to get serious about vaccines. And she will tweet that out, folks, and I will retweet. Sure, well, in the break when we come up. Thank you, Mary Ramirez. Have a great weekend. Best of the family. Thank you very much. And you know what? That folks, you, you learned something here on the Chris Salcedo show. Uh, I had no idea this was going on in Minnesota. So, uh, fifty cases in the state of Minnesota of 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 a disease that we all thought was long gone, but is making. Uh, a comeback. All right, before we go to break, let me get this in. This is Mr. McCabe yesterday who was who was on the stand and stand. He was in this committee hearing and he refuted a lot of basket of bias stories that had come out from the New York Times, Washington Post about what had happened with the firing of James Comey. And all of these things were right, widely reported and thoroughly debunked yesterday. 
Now, remember, the basket of biased press is focusing in on the fact that the rank and file of the FBI did, did not revile or lose faith in James Comey as testified by McCabe. And they're saying, oh, well, Trump lied. Trump lied. And they're not examining about all the lies that they had undertaken and spread. Oh, by the way, remember yesterday, folks, I said when, when McCabe said, oh, no, he was admired by the, 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 the vast majority of the FBI. I said, well, did anybody interview the folks who were in charge of the Clinton, the Hillary Clinton investigation? And somebody must have heard me and read my mind because somebody did ask, oh, by the way, what about those FBI agents when James Comey got up in front of the nation and did that crazy press conference? There, there were folks within our agency who uh, were frustrated with the outcome of the Hillary Clinton uh, case. And, and some of those folks were very vocal about that, uh, those concerns. Yeah, very vocal, very disappointed, very, yeah, because they all of their hours upon hours upon hours of work got flushed down the toilet by a partisan man protecting Hillary Clinton. Now, first bit of basket of bias press that was found to be a lie or at worst or at best rather poorly sourced. I just want to clarify one thing about Rosenstein. There was a report that he threatened to quit. If Rosenstein is the uh, attorney general, the, the deputy attorney general of the United States. The White House didn't clean up the timeline about how things happened. Uh, today, he told a reporter straight up that was not true. That's right. There was widespread reporting that he had threatened to quit because of the characterization of his role in the firing of Director Comey. But he told a local reporter here in the Washington area flatly that that just didn't happen, Brett. Yes, yes. But it was it was used to tarnish Donald Trump. So they published it anyway in the basket of biased press. What about the other things that were said uh, about, uh, and you know what, Mr. McCabe went on a roll. Some of these things contradicted Trump, but many of these things contradicted the alleged unbiased press. Do you commit to informing this committee of any effort to interfere with the FBI's ongoing investigation into links between Russia and the Trump campaign? I absolutely do. There has been no effort to impede our investigation to date. Press reports yesterday indicated that Director Chuck Comey requested additional resources. I cannot confirm that request was made. I believe we have the adequate resources to do it, and I know that we have resourced that investigation adequately. We consider it to be a highly significant investigation. It is my uh, opinion and belief that the FBI will continue to pursue this investigation vigorously and completely. Do you need somebody to take this away from you and somebody else to do it? No, sir. We'll put a wrap on the Chris Salcedo Show for the week coming up next on The Blaze. The media wasn't ready for a conservative Latino, so naturally, we gave him a show. The Chris Salcedo Show. On the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Chris Salcedo Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Salcy Salcedo, the liberty-loving Latino! Silence! 
I kill you. You are breaking a major story, Chris. Congratulations. There you go. Congratulations. Ellie, that was beautiful. Thank you very much. I feel Thank I you. feel very honored. That's going to be, I, I'm going to do so much with that. You have no idea. <laughs> and that's not a good thing. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Friday, of course, uh, as you can tell, we're a little bit lighter than normal. And, you know, the big, what was the big story this week? Big story this week was James Comey. And, well, the WBAP players got together and, well... FBI Director James Comey has been fired, and there are many questions. Where do we find the answers? From KTEL, KTEL presents Scram Comey, You're Fired, with all your favorite Comey firing hits. The Doors. He said Hillary should not be booked. He felt the Democrats admire. Then Trump enjoyed his second look. There seemed no way that he'd get fired. Well, now look who just got fired. Jimmy Comey just got fired. Playing to both sides back. Fire! Bruce Springsteen. I used to be director of the FBI, but me and the president no longer see eye to eye. Now I'm manning the fryer. Hey, loser, where are my fries? Oh, 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 I got fired. Billy Joel. James Comey just got fired. James Taylor. I've been fired and it's a pain. Michael Martin Murphy. Trump told me you're fired. Johnny Cash. And that turd, turd, turd. <laughs> he said you're fired. He said you're fired. And Jerry Lee Lewis. Went to the Senate and I raised my right hand. Testified as the head G-man. At six foot eight, thought I was safe. Goodness gracious, I've just been fired. Scram Comey, you're fired from KTEL. Not available in stores. There you go, folks. Remember, everybody, society's worth is not measured by how much power is seized by an out-of-control government, but rather how much power is reserved for we the people. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you on Monday, the Salcedo Show on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze. Only on The Blaze Radio Network.